Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's audio musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you're here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone and not those of my employer or denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few minutes, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right in to this week's post. The Gospel According to Stillwater, Pursuing Truth. It was the topic of one of Jesus' last conversations before his death. Only John recorded the interaction, and we can't help but wonder how he heard so many of its details. Jesus had already been dragged from one religious leader to another, and now he was in front of the violent and merciless Pilate on a virtual witness stand of cross-examination. Jesus boldly questioned him back. It was not the safest tactic by worldly standards, but as Jesus reminded us in the exchange, his kingdom was not of this world. Pilate was not angered yet, but intrigued. He continued the conversation and became haunted by one piece of what Jesus says. In John's Gospel, chapter 18, verses 37 through 38, we hear this dialogue. Jesus answered, For this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Pilate asked him, what is truth? John is the only gospel writer who records Jesus as identifying himself as the truth, along with the way and the life. It's no surprise that the topic comes up again at the moment when Pilate is trying to figure out the truth about this man, Jesus. Yet he is blinded to the fact that truth itself is standing right in front of him. Knowing the end of the story, None of us want to align ourselves with Pilate, but we can't deny something we have in common with him. We are pursuers of truth. We want to know which news sources are the most truthful, or another way to say it is most accurately reported. In our desire for transparency and honesty, we expect people and organizations we trust to tell us the truth. We become angered when presented with something that is supposedly real, only to find out that it is false. There is something about truth that is deeper than mere facts. I couldn't help but think of truth's pursuit as I watched Matt Damon's performance in the film Stillwater. He plays an Oklahoman named Bill Baker, whose daughter has been convicted of murder and serving a prison sentence in France. She has defended her innocence, and he believes her. When he goes to visit her, she tells him about a possible piece of evidence that might lead to the real killer. She asks for him to deliver a letter to her attorney. Bill does as she wishes, but the attorney declines to pursue the lead. That is when Bill decides to pursue the truth for himself. He believes that finding out the truth of what happened on that fatal night could indeed set his daughter free. He meets a French woman who agrees to help him with translation and seeks out people who might have helpful information. He even decides to stay in France indefinitely for however long it takes to find out the truth. 
His dogged and often misguided determination is not about accuracy or transparency. This truth holds deeper meaning because the livelihood of one he loves is at stake. One of the reasons we care so much about what is true is because truth is so interwoven with relationships, with trust, and with love. Sometimes we become so obsessed with Pilate's question about truth in our everyday lives as we scroll through news stories, social media, and assess our circumstances that we miss what Jesus has already told us. He is our star witness in the truth about life, death, and life beyond death. His testimony of who the Father is, who the Spirit is, who He is, are all that matters. He is all that we need. Our minds struggle to make sense of that declaration, and we ask far more questions than accepting His answer. For followers of Jesus Christ, truth is inextricably woven with a person, and that person wants to set us free. Bill Baker imperfectly but passionately sought to free his daughter from prison because he loved her. How much more does our Heavenly Father desire to free us from the prisons we have built around ourselves? Rather than wrestling over truths, let us devote more time to embracing the truth before us. Will we sink in the mire of our own questions, or will we walk out of prison towards Jesus, who is the answer. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read today's and other musings, learn about Christian yoga, find resources on grief and hope, and much more, visit my website, www.darianduckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, along with a song selection to accompany the music. We're taking a little trip back in time in this week's music recommendation to the year 1983. The song is Jesus is the Answer, and it is led by the late, great Andre Crouch. Uh, Andre Crouch, you will probably know from his songs, Soon and Very Soon, Through It All, The Blood Will Never Lose Its Power, and this classic. This video um, is very much 40 years old, or nearly 40 years old, but it is a wonderful, uh, heartfelt leading of a song that speaks truth in a way um, that only music can do. I hope that you check it out and enjoy it. Speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we are able to use on the podcast. You can listen to Julius's original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week. And until then, all good things to each of you.